This is Mindful Mostly, a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. It's about lifestyle, wellness, modern spirituality, careers, making money, and living your best life in the most down-to-earth way possible. I'm Andrea Collins. If you dig this show, please rate and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can check out mindfulmostly.com for lots of great freebies as well. Some journal prompts there that are oh, oh so good. And the new moon kit, which will help you manifest what you want in 2020. Get at it at mindfulmostly.com. Question for you. What's your income game plan going forward from this point right now? Is it working for the man? What if you lost that job? What if you wanted more? More freedom, more money, less office clothes, ew. Well, on today's show, the biggest aha moment tip for being financially successful in 2020, which is personally gonna shape my year and hopefully yours too, or get you thinking about it. But first, are you tired of just waiting for all the goodness to happen in your life? Meet that guy, you know, score that big client, live in that super Pinteresty cabin by the waterfall? You know what I'm talking about. Well, you can get the clarity and attraction super tools you need to bring all that into fruition with the Mindful Mostly New Moon Kit. This is a powerful monthly practice that can create unimaginable abundance in your life with super tools that intensify manifesting and take you to the next magnetic level. That's what it's all about. The Mindful Mostly New Moon Kit gets straight to the super tools. It helps create a plan that optimizes your time and up-levels your ability to attract. Plus, unlike others, it will not cost you a fortune or complicate your life. So are you ready to get what you want? Grab the Mindful Mostly New Moon Kit at mindfulmostly.com. All right, let's get into it. You know, as a woman, I feel cliche saying this, but it is so important to be financially independent. I never wanted to find myself in a situation that I was scared to leave for fear of being broke. I also never wanted to find myself in a situation that I had to say no to something that I really wanted to do because I couldn't afford it. So that, that, those two points made it really hard for me when I lost my job just over a year ago. I had always been self-sufficient. I, you know, was living in different cities, doing my job, paying my rent, paying my car payments, taking care of the dog, just all the things, going out, going out for dinners, and I didn't want any of that to change. And I just, I was so disappointed that there was now this possibility that I would have to depend on someone else or tap into my savings or have to struggle. Um... To put it in perspective, we I had a big job. My husband had a big job, and we had just bought this great house in a really expensive city. And honestly, it's in like super ghetto neighborhood, but that's the reality of living in Toronto. And our mortgage was over a million dollars. I had just left the world of renting and was like, okay, 
All right. Yeah. Investment. Okay. Yeah. Been saving for this. Okay. Let's do it. And of course, I was then laid off from my job. Oh my God. Not to mention, I was pregnant. I was basically like, okay, what the hell am I going to do here? Um, I must put trust in that the universe has this plan for me. And now, I really think it did. Let's say back I'm back in December 2018. That's when it happened. So I was like, okay, I have severance pay for a few months, which is great. Very privileged to have that. But by the time that money runs out, I need to make sure that I am bringing in cash so I can continue to live the life I want, continue to pay this ridiculous mortgage, and now have a baby. I also wanted to set it up so I wouldn't be in the position of being laid off again, out of a job. I was in media, I was on the radio, and that industry is changing a lot. Cuts everywhere. So I knew that I needed to be part of the future of using my voice to make money, but in different ways than I was before. I also wanted a job where I didn't have to hoard vacation days or get approval if I wanted to go on a trip or go see my family for a week. You know what I mean? So here's how now I'm setting myself up for the future and You should think about it too. I heard this from the Mindful Millionaire, by the way, who is going to be on the show very soon. To be successful now, here it is, you should have at least three revenue streams, three ways you can make money. So when they're all operating smoothly, you're bringing in the income. If one of them falls, you still have two to back you up. If you want to make a change, maybe you hate one of the three, you have money coming in while you figure out the new third. Three income streams. As many as you can make passive, the better. For instance, I was in Calgary last week visiting my family, and while I was there, I brought brought my microphone, as I always do, and I was doing voiceover out of their closet, and I also um, was selling some of my voiceover courses, like I actually coach people on how to get into voiceover, which if you have a voice, you can make money doing it. And I sold some of my masterclasses while I was just sitting around on the couch. So it's important to always have those streams going no matter what you're doing. So what could your three be? For instance, you might have your job that you're working nine to five or however that is, your side hustle and, uh, you know, Another income stream, it could be you Airbnb your apartment when you go out of town. So here's a couple. So for me, before it was my job on the radio, a bit of voiceover that I was doing and side gigs that popped up, hosting events, endorsements that I might do on air. Now, my three income streams are voiceover. That's my main bread and butter. If you might be wondering, like, what is voiceover? I basically voice commercials for television. I voice, um, gosh, apps. I've done, like, duo, the Duolingo app, things like that. Um, even presentations for big companies. Let's say Pepsi needs an internal video done. I might do that. It's super random. There's so much work out there. Um, so that's my one revenue stream. Then I coach people how to get into voiceover and podcasting. And then I have courses. I have my um, voiceover uh, 
Nonprofit Project Masterclass. I have ones on how to get into voices.com, which is an online forum for voiceover artists. You can literally join it tomorrow if you wanted and start auditioning. Um, so anyway, I have courses as well. So in 2020, my main priority is to grow my voiceover and up the level of courses that I'm selling. So that's going to involve some marketing, which really marketing is the hardest part. You can create things, but how do people find out about it? And um, also the coaching, but I'd like to start to think about even more passive streams because why not just be making money when you're not doing anything, right? My friend Morgan and I have a hashtag that we send to each other every once in a while, which is do nothing, make more. Sounds good, right? So what could your revenue streams be? Let's say you got your job. Okay, and then here's some ideas just off the top of my head. Your side hustle might be some mid-level marketing or whatever they call that, like the doTERRAs or the Stella and Dot or um, my friend Rebecca does beauty counter and brings in a couple thousand dollars a month. So some sort of side hustle like that. You could also use your expertise to start selling courses. Are you, what, what's your jam? You could, maybe you're a graphic designer. Um, you could start selling courses on graphic design. You could create some, some printables and sell them on Etsy. People crush doing that, by the way. Let's say you're not a graphic design person, but you're a hairstylist. Um, you could, you could definitely create a course on selling hair. You could start freelancing your, your hair to, you know, places outside of your workplace. There's lots of ideas. Let's say also you could coach people. Let's say you're really good at cooking. You could start coaching people on cooking. You could start uh, renting your place out, like I said before, as an Airbnb. We do that with our house when we go out of town. And it's crazy. It pays for our trip. You could nanny. You could get into real estate. You could start investing more of your money. You could create a podcast that brings you in some money. You could start public speaking. You could get into voiceover. Just think of it. What are your three revenue streams going to be in 2020? It's kind of fun to think about, right? The more you can diversify, the better you protect yourself. You set yourself up for success. You can afford that pair of jeans that makes your butt look good. You can get the goddamn expensive organic peanut butter, which I was the sucker that bought it the other day. I was at this cute little grocery store and I really wanted some peanut butter because I can't stop eating oatmeal peanut butter balls. And all they had was really fancy peanut butter. So you know what? I bought it. And it tastes exactly the same as the other stuff. Be the person that can buy the peanut butter. I just can't pay my mortgage now. So like I said before, that was a nugget that I got from the Mindful Millionaire. She is going to be on the podcast very soon. In fact, I think I'm chatting with her this week. Her name is Lisa Peterson. And so just a side note that the podcast is also going to be bi-weekly at the moment, just kind of finding it hard to work on those three revenue streams and raise a five-month-old child who is napping less, becoming a bit more... Um, a bit, bit more of a handful. So I'm going to drop two bi-weekly episodes for the next little while. That could change once I, once I feel like I get a grip on things. But uh, in the meantime, grab that new moon kit at mindfulmostly.com and I will talk to you next episode, okay? Right here on Mindful Mostly.